to batteries and buttholes. Things we shouldn't lick, but do anyways. Who licks batteries? You've never licked the battery? Um, I have enough problems in my life. Welcome to Gay Talk 2.0, the ultimate podcast for your dose of dish. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Gay Talk 2.0, an LGBT podcast streaming live on digital stream radio, where you can access that live stream every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you can do so by visiting digitalstreamradio.com. My name is Tom, and as always, I'm in the studio with my amazing friends, starting with this first one to my right... Hi, y'all. Nick or Trish. And Jay Bear. And welcome you all to the dish. Um, wow. Um, opener. Buttholes and batteries. You've never looked at battery? No. Who fucking does that? What kind of childhood did you have? Like A sheltered one, I guess? Oh, God. Must have. Like I remember growing up, it's like, Mom used to be like, come here, let me try something on you. And she would take a 9-volt battery, and as long as both ports were touching your tongue, you would get a weird sensation. Wait, hold on. Time out. Your mom did that to you? Oh, my God, yeah. She's total torture. It's a rite of passage. Yeah. So much makes sense now. Anyway, but that's what he, that's what uh, you know. So you get that coppery like taste afterwards too, which is why they say buttholes and batteries. Yeah, because you know, depending on the butthole, you might end up. If you taste copper, stop. PSA: Do not put a battery on your tongue. I, I have one in the basement. I should go get it. Make you do it. No, I won't. <laughs> I will. <laughs> it's. Uh, I'll take one I, out of my alarm. I would my literally fire alarm. probably just shut down. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my body would just be like, eh, damn. It's really not His that glasses bad. will tilt. <laughs> it's really not that I'm bad. already dead. I'm, I'm tired. Already... <laughs> I don't, don't, don't shock me but... with a fucking nine volt. <laughs> oh, my God. No, it's not that bad. But but it's something you that, mean. you know, a lot of kids evidently do. <laughs> You're going to fucking put it on my tongue. Guys, I think I'm straight now. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been a... rewired. <laughs> but seriously. <laughs> we rebooted her. <laughs> she is now not yeah. Trish. She'll now, be... Can we we reboot Travis? 2022? We have Shit. to. We have to. There's so many crazy things that have happened in the past. Like, uh, we're 10, ten days, days in. 10 days in. And you I want to hit the reset button already. We lost uh, Sidney Poitier. Plug it back right? in. One of the first, well, the first black actor to ever win <gasps> a, an Oscar um, for a major role in a film. And that was, my God, like over five or six decades ago um you know and then the next person to actually win for like you know best actress if i'm not mistaken was um halle berry Mm -hmm. uh for monster's ball that's right and um and it's just incredible and then today or yesterday we we learned that bob saget who i grew up with i don't know about you but you know watching um, Full House, um, I grew up with watching this make-believe family on TV that was just like, you know, little Michelle and the two daughters, Stephanie and, and the best friend who was so annoying. But Kimmy. 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 Oh, my oh, God. Kimmy, Kimmy. She was so annoying. Kimmy. But, um, and then Uncle Jesse and um, who was who was the, the musician? Was it Jesse? Or? Jesse. Yeah. And then who was the other uncle, the funny one? Uh, Joey? Joey. Joey. Yeah. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Uh, 
uh, anyway, but but it was so much fun. Um, I loved watching Full House. I hated the reboot. Oh, terrible. It was the worst, <laughs> only because, you know, you had Candace, what's her name, um, the actress. Oh. Anyway, she played one of the daughters in the original series, and I think she ended up being a big trumper, and ain't nobody got time for that. You know, what's wrong with these Candace women? Well, the weird thing about Bob Saget was yesterday, before I went to work, right. I was literally talking about him to my roommate and his boyfriend, because we thought he was in a show, which he wasn't in it was a broadway show and somehow he came up and we were talking about him and then i got to work and i got a notification he died and i reached out to both of them and i was like guys i think we need to stop talking about celebrities like please we don't need any more shockers i mean i'm still recovering from maybe i should do the nine volt battery (laughs) (laughs) let me go get it i'll be right back um, no, it's just it's just intense. And, you know, <clears throat> to think that, you know, you know what? One of the things that I loved the most about Bob was that he was very versatile in the way that he did his comedy. He had his family comedy, but he was also very like um, raunchy in a way and also very explicit in his live comedy specials that he would do at bars and, and stuff. <laughs> um, so when I got an opportunity to watch one of his specials on youtube i was shocked when he was start when he started like swearing and using profanity and doing things you're america's dad what are you doing right and (laughs) and you know it it was almost like like watching hannah montana turn into miley cyrus oh my god wow that is a really good uh what's the word i'm looking for analogy thank you yeah. yeah. Oh my God, bilingual. I, I came Girl, prepared. She came prepared. I sure did. No, but but that it's, COVID it's, must have done something. <laughs> it reset my it brain. Reset. Girl, she's not an intern oh anymore. So funny. Last <laughs> night we had. Um, it was a slow night. I worked by myself, mm-hmm. but we had a couple come in, and they were there. They were the first couple that came in, and they were both learning English. And they were like, "Do you speak Spanish?" I was like. Well, Ooh, most of my <laughs> most of my friends are Puerto Rican, but the reality is no, I don't. I know the bad words. And then Tom walked in and I was like, Oh, that's my friend. He's bilingual. And, then, and so he's like, So so what does she know? And I'm yelling from across the bar, like, puta, cabrón, pendejo, dame leche la cara. And then that motherfucker goes, What about Gordito? I was like, that, what? Oh, oh, oh. what an die. insult. She about to die. She was like, bitch, you mentioned that again, I will kill you. You're cut off. I'm t- I'm closing your card out. I may have just put something in your drink. Yeah, you gotta no. be like, te pasaste. Mm-hmm. That's it, you That's went over it. the line. No pasta. <laughs> no pasta. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, yeah, it's just, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. So, it's, yeah. it's, it's been one hell of a, like, a weird, weird, weird thing. But anyway, yeah, if you, if you get a chance, uh, to look up, you know, any of the specials that Bob Saget did online, do so. Cause you'll be surprised. You, you see two different people, and that was a really, uh, really good, amazing gift that he had, mm-hmm. uh, that he knew when it was appropriate to be Bob Saget, the comedian, and when to be Bob Saget, American's dad, and in shows or TV or whatever. Good. It was, so, good. he was, he, ho- he hosted, um, America's funniest, America's funniest videos, mm-hmm. and I think he did um, <clears throat> for a hot minute too. Yeah, he did a couple other shows, didn't he? Do um um, no, that was the other guy. Never mind. I thought he he did the uh, Nickelodeon games. Then he host. He might have. He might have for a stint. He he. I mean, he was all over the place. So I I was never a Nickelodeon kid. Yeah, believe it or not. 
Um, um, my brother got slimed on live TV. Stop Sweet. it. Yeah. Which one? Chris? Chris, yeah. Oh, we need to talk about this. Like, how is this even possible? We, oh, you mean on Nickelodeon? Yeah, we went to Universal oh, one year. I was going to say, now he's probably under the dick dock, yes, got slimed, but anyway, yes, no, no. no. We went to Universal one year, and we were going to see a live taping of some Nickelodeon show. I can't remember what it was, but all he wanted to do was get slimed. He wanted to be the kid that got slimed, and literally, somehow, they chose him. They put him in, like, a little kiddie pool and literally poured green goo all over him. He was covered. Life. I would have and loved Hulk to see just, that. And, and here I am in the audience. I'm like, no. Oh, mommy. I am <laughs> not getting slimed. Do I have to get, go sit next to him after this? <laughs> if it's not white, it's not going on my body. <laughs> what do they do like? <laughs> what do they do when um, when you get slimed? Do they have like extra clothes they give you so that you can change out of your, your slimed clothes? They put him in like a jumpsuit and then he went and they have like showers, you know, so he went and like washed off. Right. Sounds like a night out with Nick. Pretty (laughs) Pretty much. much. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That's too funny. Here, Um, put this jumpsuit on. (laughs) You're about to get slimed. (laughs) I, I can't. I can't. It's been 84 years. It's been 84. Oh, my God. (laughs) So I was talking to my coworker the other night. Oh, I got to tell you a funny story too later. Go ahead. Um, And I was talking about, I'm like, it's been so long. Like, I really need to get back on the horse. He's like, well, how long? And then I said, I was like, it's been blah, blah, blah. Because I'm not going to say it. It's embarrassing. (laughs) And he just looked at me and he was like, so-and-so, who's another coworker, has, you know, been in a relationship for the same amount of time and he's also not getting any. So who's really in the bad situation? And I could not stop laughing. Like I was just <laughs> dying because like, because he's got no option. Well, I mean like he's in a relationship and they're not having sex. It, when I'm in a relationship, I'm like, bitch, it's time. Honeymoon stage. Yeah. But you know, I tried to take uh, my roommate's boyfriend to the shower last night. He said, no, what? Oh, I'm super confused. What just happened? I was getting ready for work and I was like, all right, Nick. Two nicks in a tub? No, that cannot happen. (laughs) Rub a dub dub two nicks in a tub. They're sitting on the couch and I'm like, all right, Nick, it's time to shower. Let's go. And they both looked at me. I'm like, yeah, I mean, come on. Sharing is caring. Okay. (laughs) Something needs to give. No. The bitch took my parking spot. She oh. better put out. <laughs> oh yeah. So. Oh, the, so this is about the fact that you know it, it's your space and you're. It's you're. She char- parked you're charging, in my parking spot. You're charging for 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 your for forty eight hours. Oh God! And where did you have to park? Please. By the mailboxes. Oh God! They put you there. Uh huh. She got put in a corner again. You got the donkey hat on. Uh. I don't want to talk about it. She, she got sent to the corner. <laughs> See, you need your, your knight in shining armor to come in and be like, nobody puts baby in a corner. Uh, you understand the reference? Yeah, but I don't know if that's going to happen anytime soon. Oh, I know. Okay. Just making sure. Because, you know, sometimes an age thing, people don't realize. Dirty Dancing came out like over 30 years ago. Oh, fuck. Hard to believe, but it did. Uh, so did, um, what was the other one? Um, Grease. Okay, let's stop so, aging so ourselves. The, so the the theme song to to Dirty Dancing 
And I hate the time of my life. So oh, we we sang, we sang that shit uh, for my junior high graduation. Really? Yeah. How was That's, that experience? It was at the time it was the hottest song out there. So they had the guy singing the guys part, the kids boys, and then the girls singing the girls part, and that was our performance for graduation from middle school. Okay. Mine was um, <laughs> "Give Me One Moment in Time" with Houston, um, and from public school when we went from fifth grade to sixth grade, we we learned Jewish songs about Nagila. Okay, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, yeah, so hmm. growing up in New York, we learned a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. <laughs> so, yep. I remember in Fairhaven Middle School, when I came from Puerto Rico and I started studying here, um, our dance teacher had us do a dance, and we were doing a dance to um, UNITY, which is Queen Latifah's song called Unity, but there's a lot of profanity in the songs, because she's like, you know, UNITY, who are you calling a bitch, right? And But it wouldn't say the B word, it would bleep. And I'm like, where did you get the clean edit version of this shit? Because it sucks. Like, <laughs> Queen Latifah was a shit back then, and she uh, still is uh. the shit. She's my woman. Like, I love her. I love her. And when she came out with the Dana Owens album, mm-hmm. which is like a tribute to a jazz, jazz like New Orleans well, that's jazz. That's her shit. She always has. She's always been into to, jazz. You have to listen to the album. It's really good. She's got a version of um, I Put a Spell on You, which is just so captivating. And her voice All is right. amazing. I mean, really I love good. her. So, yeah, you should listen to it. It's called the Dana Owens album. Okay. That's her real name. Queen Latifah. Um, anyway, the story I was going to tell you. So <laughs> today, full circle. Um, today <clears throat> I got mail, right? And I check my mail like once every two weeks because I pay everything online. So really, I don't look for bills. I find them online and I just pay them. I have a list of all my bills on a spreadsheet that I need to pay, and I just check them off. What, did I get a bill here? No. Um, <laughs> so I got uh, in the mail a little packet from a realtor um, who I used to work with. And we used to fool around. And interestingly enough, he didn't know it was my address. But obviously, it's one of those mailers that you get from realtors. And it arrived, and I saw it. And excuse me, but, you know, he's an older guy, much older. But he's also very beautiful and hot. And so when when I opened the mailer, I'm like, oh, oh. And I'm like flipping. I'm like, and it's got my address. Does he know where I live? Well, he's going to know now because, you know, he's still hot. So I opened the mail and I took a picture of the envelope, his face and everything. And I said, hey, can I make you laugh? And he goes, hey, happy new year, blah, blah, blah. It's been a long time. I haven't heard from you in forever. And, you know, it's been we used to work together and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, he lives a couple of towns over up the the coast in Connecticut, somewhere in, in one of the brooks. That's all I'm going to say. And so I took, I snapped a picture and I sent it to him and, and he goes like, Oh my God, what's that? How did you get that? And I'm like, well, this came in the mail today. So I, apparently whoever your mailing service is mailed this to me and is suggesting that you be my realtor. So, I mean, I know that we used to work together in one capacity and fool together in another capacity, but if you want to be my fake realtor and fool around again in another capacity, it's been two years for me, girl, I'm ready. 
So I sort of kind of like sent him, um, you know. A picture of you the... You uh, literally already... sent him the flyer he sent you so that you could then set up a hookup. Yeah. Right. And it had my <laughs> Tommy told him it. the letters. You're like, no, I don't want your yeah. services, but I want your dick. Uh, right. <laughs> well, no, he's going to We'll get just mine. open the window. And, he's a bottom, so he'll get mine. <laughs> he'll uh, get my... No, but, but he has... So on the card was my address. So I was like, you don't need anything. You have everything you need right there. Just show up. Uh, you're nasty. I know. Hey, straight I know. to the point. Don't waste no time. Don't waste I wouldn't no say time. straight to the point, but uh, <laughs> definitely to the point. Gaily forward to the point. <laughs> Always forward. So, Always and, forward. And then, of course, you know, like I'm like, do, do you do you come to mm, to come. my area often? Are you servicing? You know, wait. You know, how did you spell come? C U M, of course. Of course he did, yeah. And What's he was course? like, LOL, and like the message. You know, it's, it's it, it was getting very dirty. Very quickly, and I was okay with that. Mm-hmm. No shame in my game. That's well, it. another funny story. Uh huh. <laughs> uh huh. There's out a, a listing. No. There's a certain someone that we've spoke about on the show before. I'm going to not say names. I'm not going to say locations. But this certain someone I had spent probably a good 15 years sleeping with. You know who I'm talking about. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is his name Steve? Actually, no. Oh. Okay. Continue. All right. That bitch got engaged. <gasps> oh, that's she right. She sent you an invite? No, a picture. Oh, no, I, I straight up told her, I was like, if you ever get married, I don't want to come. She got engaged. He got engaged to a woman, which is fine. You know, you're bi, whatever, or non-binary. She is eloping. She's eloping, so she's not having like a big wedding. No, because of like everything, everything that's happening. It's or so has cryptic. happened in the past. Honey, this conversation has worked in that cryptex in in the demons and angels or something. Uh, from <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons. No, um, oh my god, um, Da Vinci Code. Oh, Remember the, the Da Vinci Code. Conversation is as fuck. The main reason I bring it up is because. She's getting married, but she doesn't want people to know she's getting married because she doesn't want people to know the fact that she's non-binary, transformative. I bring it up because I think it's important as like gay men, we have this weird attraction to straight men and having sex with straight men. And at least I did growing up. And I know that a lot of people do, but I think it's really important that we realize that it's going to fuck you up in the head don't do it seriously i think i think it's not don't do it it's that you should have a clear and conscious mind that you're going into a relationship with a person that identifies as straight just get the dick just get the dick dick, enjoy it and next right Right if you can do that that's um, fine yeah but but, commit to it exactly right i mean but i mean you were younger at the time Honestly speaking, when you first y- when it started, yeah. Okay, so you then throw all of your emotions behind everything that you do. So even if it were just a hookup, for you it's an emotional thing. It's it's tied to emotion. Yeah. And when it's not happening anymore, then it becomes um sad for you. Well, the problem is that it's not that it's not happening anymore. It's that we can't actually be in the same space anymore because then it will happen. Right. And if it happens, then that's his fault, not yours. I mean, right, it's, but it's that's not also your not fault, healthy for me. But it's not your fault that you fell on his penis. 
like a lot. Right? Like <laughs> repeatedly. <laughs> like, like somebody hitting repeatedly. that pool ball repeatedly. and them going into all the holes at once. It's like, it's not your fault that you fall down on his penis. You know, he should take better care of it. Um, but yeah, you don't need that in your life, girl. Yeah, you don't. I mean, it, it is what it is. If if As long as you go into it knowing, mm-hmm. now he's quote unquote married, you know, <laughs> take some off the table. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess it takes them off the table. I'm here. I'm a, I'm like <laughs> temporarily. You know, I'm Give a, it a year. I'm I'm a couple of months from 35, and all I can I I for some reason 35. I just, Fuck you. I'm gonna be oh. like I'm about to whoop somebody's ass. Yeah. Well, I just I've started to think about a lot. I'm like, about to whoop somebody's ass. <laughs> anyway. Oh. I've just started to think about a lot of my like past relationships and the mm. things that I put myself through, and I'm like. I have caused myself so much fucking damage. <laughs> right. Uh, and and again, it, not that it's your fault, but, you know, it's just the thing subconsciously you just jump into. And you, before you realize it, it's like, you know, your emotions are tied into it. And then when you don't have it, it hurts. Yeah, yeah subconsciously, we're, we're also, <clears throat> excuse me, the way our parent raises mm-hmm. is what we expect. And unfortunately i mean it's it's not what it is that's that's just what you see at home yeah right you know the real world is a whole other dog out there and sometimes you get into these relationships thinking oh everything's gonna be hunky dory because you know mom and dad never argued in front of you oh no they did but you know what i'm saying in in some cases this is what you don't see right and then the first time you actually get into an argument in a relationship, you don't know where the fuck to go with it. Right. Well, I mean, you see all of these kids, you know, between 20 and 30 getting engaged. If I see one more fucking engagement on Facebook right now, I'm going to lose it. Hold on. Let me delete my last. But like, I'm about to be 35 and I'm like, how can I not find a fucking man? But it's not that you can't find one. It's like, maybe you're just destined to be by yourself. Don't like, say that. No, 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 no. And I'm not saying that in a bad way. I'm saying that in the sense that maybe you just are that type of person that while you enjoy the company of men and you enjoy the company of people and you emo- emotionally attach yourself from people, you shouldn't be. Well, I mean, like we can have separate people. homes. Right. Well, and I can still have my diamond ring. Right. But I mean, you can get yourself a diamond ring. You don't need a man to get you a diamond ring, girl. Um, I can get myself a diamond ring, but I want a man to get me one too. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) See, like for me, like I would like to have like a husband or a boyfriend or something or a partner, but I would like to be one of like those little Southern couples that sleep in separate rooms. No, they have separate fucking twin beds. Right. I have actually, I have friends that do that, but it's also because they both snore. Mm-hmm. Heavy. There's a lot of health benefits so, yeah. to sleeping in separate beds. And so I'm working on that. I hope no. But unfortunately no, for Puerto not. Ricans, that's just not a thing. No, yeah. bitch, you sleeping in the I bed. Got, <laughs> well, I don't know about you guys. Do you guys get really hot when you sleep? Like, I do. Absolutely. And then they try to cuddle you, and you're like, bitch, no. no. Get well, my up. my wife's my wife knows the rule is three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> he sets a fucking timer. No. Hey Alexa, set a timer for three minutes. Don't need it, bro. Because here's the thing: she's she's cold as a brick of ice. I don't know. It's like she fucking goes ice skating butt naked in the yard. Death becomes her, and then she comes into bed and she fucking touches me with ice cubes, right? 
So I know it's going to take three minutes from her grabbing onto me before I start sweating. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so you give once, her those three minutes. Those three minutes. And once she... <laughs> you like, you can warm up, but then you got to get Yeah, once she's warmed up, I'm like, that's it. That, I, that, this is, uh, these are my words to her exactly. That's it. She already knows to get off of me. Because I, I, can't, I can't fucking be like He's that. like the fucking energizer bunny giving yeah. her energy for like three minutes. That's three it. Three minutes. Disconnect. That's it. Maybe you should like touch her with a nine volt battery. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. Like, sweetie, open your mouth. Open your mouth. Here, this yeah. might warm you up. This episode is going to be Gay Talk 288 yeah. nine volt. <laughs> nine volts. <laughs> oh, my God. That so, is too funny. Yeah. Too no, funny. But yeah, it's crazy. I can't. I can't. And and when that's the other shit, getting crazy ass hot flashes during COVID. Mm-hmm. You or what? her? Me. Same. Oh. You did the too. The craziest hot flashes I got like no, for during, three days. For during three COVID, days. I just got like like I wet. I literally drenched one of my pillows, and I had to wring it out and throw it in the washer and put it in the dryer. Now to me, it's just like middle of the night, like boom, hot flash out of fucking nowhere, and I was like, oh shit. Take this off. It's Take so, that off. It's so weird literally, because literally. I, I'm a light sleeper. Like sounds can wake me up, but I also sleep through the night. Like I don't wake up for just anything. Like I can hear something and be like this and boom and I'm out again. Out again. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like nothing. So for me, it's like I sleep through everything. <laughs> me? Unless, I hear I'm, something. unless I'm drinking. My first week in this house was tough. No, I cannot. You sleep. heard everything. I heard everything. Every everything single that fucking clink, clank. that clanked. I don't know what happened to me, but like lately it's like two, three o'clock. I'm up until yeah. like five, six, sleep for another two hours. Yeah. Well, I mean, well that's what's happening with me. Working from home definitely like, uh, you know, has an, a number on you. And I think that people don't realize. Well, also like working at the bar, like working a oh. nine to five and then having to stay up. Like on Saturday when I covered that shift, I didn't get home till f- what, three thirty. Right. So no rest. No, because, and then, you know, a lot and then of I got to work the next night. Right. A lot of people think the bar's shut at two, but you have to stay there cleaning. So you you're there your another tips, hour. You got to do your register. You got to everything. Right. And by yeah. the time you're done and, you know, you doing other extracurricular activities afterwards, right? Because you can't have fun during, so you might as well have it afterwards. Um, it, it you easily get out of there at four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And then you, like, you go help, home, help you go to queen, bed. Help the drag queens in the basement. <laughs> no, that's just you, honey. That's just uh-huh. not uh-huh. me. Mm. I don't do that stuff. Eh. Or a certain J with um with the um dancers or the the strippers. Someone with a with a letter J. Not this J. <laughs> the one with the letter J. <laughs> with the guy dancers? Used to be B. Oh god dang. She's lost today. She yeah. need, she needs that nine volt. Right. <laughs> I, I like barely slept this weekend. It was fucking terrible. I know. But you know what? That that's what naps are for. Oh my god. I, I love my afternoon naps. I didn't get a nap today because I worked and then I went and met a friend and then I came here. Right. And and she's a poor thing. She was like, Oh my god, I'm so tired. Why are you meeting up with people if you're not getting laid? Right. Well, it's important though. Well, you, oh. can, you can have friends without Jay. I'm gonna tell you something right now. It might blow your mind. You, <laughs> don't even you, go there, bitch. You can have a relationship with, with somebody a person without having sex with them, and it doesn't have to be sexual. Oh, I know that. I cannot. I cannot with these two. Anyway, she's, so yeah. <laughs> she's so, so deprived. She's taking that out on the married guy. So, oh, <laughs> no. Married. 
Alexa, set Alexa. a timer for three minutes. <laughs> if that bitch opens her mouth up in this piece, because you know I'm all Apple, I'm gonna be like, where is she? She must be. She must die. But anyway, no, it's insane. Um, all right, so listen, we've got a couple of stories that we want to talk about. We're gonna jump into some news because clearly that's what we wanted to do today. But we gave you a, a, a really fun 28 minutes of amazing banter and going back and forth, uh, which is all the fun things that happen to all of us. Um, and you know, it's our lives, and this is what uh, this show has captured over the past five years. Sorry, sorry, I'm sorry, but yeah, sorry for her. She's extra. Yeah. So, <laughs> so anyway, um, let me take this auto mechanic pilot thing. Don't follow it. Find faces. Just do autopilot. Thank you. Um, anyway, so we've got stories. So there's a couple of things that are happening. Nick's got a story. I got a story. Jay, do you have a story? Yeah, I have Jay something. has a story that he's yeah. going to talk about too. So I want to kick it off with the irony of all ironies, the craziness of all craziness, and talk about horrible Senator Ted Cruz of Texas. Um, th- this is the guy that while Texas was in the brink of like being froze, a frozen tundra decided he was going to get on a flight and go to Cancun and vacation with his family, uh, before he was shamed into coming back. And he claimed that he was just dropping them off. Who the fuck gets on a plane to just bring your family in? during COVID mind you during COVID. Anyway, uh, he has a teenage daughter. Uh, his daughter um, on a TikTok went on to describe um, in some way, shape or form what her life is like. She's 13 years old. She also has identified as bisexual. She's um, 13. She looks like she's like <laughs> 19. <laughs> is, she, is she really 13? She's aging I thought she hard was already. 30. No, she's just like. Pounding on the makeup, Christ. Uh, so, but yeah, she is uh, 13 years old. So, on her private TikTok account, Caroline Cruz, 13, shared a video recently telling her viewers what it's like being the daughter of U.S. Senator Ted Cruz, a Republican from Texas, the worst Republican. Um, anyway, a lot of people judge me. This is what she said, quote, a lot of people judge me based upon uh, him at first glance, she said, but I really disagree with most of his views. So before I misquote her, I have a little audio of her speaking in regards to this that I would like you to, to listen. Let's listen now. I got a lot of new followers because of my father. I was thinking I could like pros and cons because some people were asking. I don't know. So some of the good things are we get like candy and gifts in the mail and we also get to travel sometimes. Um, some of the bad things are I literally have to have security following me everywhere. Like if I want to go on a walk through the neighborhood or like to my friend's house or something, I have to have like two security guards behind me the entire time. Also, a lot of people judge me based upon him at first glance, but I really disagree with most of his views. Also on the Christmas card, they literally made my shirt longer. So this is how it's supposed to look. So (laughs) (laughs) what she's talking about, she had a, she had like a little tank top type of thing. It's a little wider than this kind of tank top that I have on, but she had it midriff, And so she was showing her navel and all of her belly. And so they photoshopped it so that she's covered on the Christmas card. And I'm like, okay. Um, But bravo for her for, you know, being brave enough. Photoshop my belly shirt. Oh, Lord have mercy. How could they? Hmm. You would find the photos and, and like, unphotoshop them. Like, I just think that's something that you would do. Mm -hmm. No, but but the funny thing about this is that, you know, I'm really proud of the fact that she's courageous enough at 13 to most likely defy and go against what her parents have probably advised her. Don't post anything on social media. Don't be outspoken, blah, 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 blah. Um, In the story... 
as she stated in in this audio that you just heard, she says, you know, she listed a pro, uh, a list of pros and a list of cons, and then she goes, um, she goes on to say that um, while. <laughs> Her father doesn't know because someone there was a user. She was having oh, an interaction with a user. Oh, I know now. <laughs> she was having an interaction with the user, and the user noticed that she identified as bi in her profile. And so the user asked her that if her father knows that she's bi, because we all know that Ted Cruz first and foremost voted against, um, you know, same sex marriage. He's a very staunch anti LGBTQ. Um, you know, he doesn't. He supports people that supports not thinking that we have a right to exist excuse me COVID and um and so she said you know I don't think he knows um but she doesn't care really um but that's brave it it takes balls to be able to do that sorry Caroline but it does uh to be able to to knowingly say something right it takes to do that that. uh and especially being who he is right he's he's one of the higher profile senators in the U.S. Senate and so anything that she says can impact him which for me is good right good good for him let her be his lesson right Stop attacking LGBTQ plus people. Stop being an asshole to our community because you may potentially have a daughter that might be part of that community. And so uh, it's just, I don't know. It's just, is it an ironic? Don't you think? It's like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I just think it's just great. It's just great. So bravo to Caroline. Fuck Ted Cruz. (laughs) Ted Cruz has his own page uh, on (laughs) glad.org. Does he? Yeah. Yeah, just all the stupid shit he's done. <laughs> oh, I was going to be like, what? Yeah, no. Um, led efforts to support false claims about the 2020 presidential election. Uh-huh. Uh, Which we know about that. <laughs> um, endorsed, endorsed Alabama Judge Roy Moore. Uh, uh-huh. Said that he believes engaging in homosexual conduct is a choice. He said that he supports uh, marriage between one man and one woman. Um but it's more a question for the states. Uh, I mean, he <laughs> he has a li- like a laundry list uh, well. of stupid shit that he's done. And, and you said, say, God yeah. don't love ugly. And so therefore he gave you a child who now is publicly identifying as bi, um, who could potentially be that person that's going to force <clears throat> you to deal with that subject and deal with that. And, you know, again, 13 courageous i mean i came out when i was 14 years old but it takes courage to post something and go out there and state that you clearly disagree with a lot of your father's views or your your family for that matter and i wouldn't be surprised if the wife actually disagreed with most of his views anyway because he's just a fucking idiot okay so this right (laughs) so he literally said for the first time ever, the government arrested a, arrested a Christian woman for living according to her faith. I stand with Kim Davis. Oh, fuck her. What do we call her? Uh, Waffle House Kim. Waffle House Kim. <laughs> anytime we mentioned her name, we'd be like, fuck her. Uh, but yeah, definitely not Mama Kim. It's Waffle House Kim. And Mama knows. She knows. Anyway. Um, so that's that. That's all I have yeah. um, on that front. Ted Cruz, dead horse, beat it, done. Don't change the the horseshoes. None of that shit. Don't even clean out the hoofs. I mean, I hope it might change his viewpoint. 
I doubt it. I mean, the man was going to dig his heels in now. And and she'll probably end up leaving when she's old enough. She's got about another five years before she can do that. Man, I can add today. 13, 5, 18, boom. Legal. Bye, daddy. Whatever. (laughs) Bye, Texas. She'll be in New York City. Be a little, you know, what do you call those socialites? Going to all the parties and be like, yeah, I'm the shit. That's what I would do. Nice. That's what I would do. Anyway, Trish, what you got, girl? Hold on one second. Oh, well, I, I do have one quick thing. I mean, not the subject I was going to talk about, but Go uh, for it. just saw Michael J. Rodriguez makes history as the first uh, trans uh, gold, Golden Globe winner. You just, you just literally <laughs> misnamed her. Well, I did. I said... I said Michael. You called her Michaela her J. Rodriguez. Right. And then, so that's <laughs> we call her MJ for MJ. sure. You nasty. Yeah. Not bad. I did. I, I screwed that up big time because I'm looking at the name and trying Give to read through it quickly. I needed that. Bad girl. Yeah. Daddy, please, <laughs> can I have another? Mm, she got excited. I think she got a hard on <laughs> check. Did, a little bit. A little bit. She got a, she got a, oh. a, a nub. We had we ha- <laughs> a nub. What a. Anyway, go ahead. MJ Rodriguez, yes. MJ. So congrats, MJ. Yeah. On your globe, Golden Globe. When? When? So it, when? It, it's an interesting enough. She was the first trans woman to ever be nominated in a major category for uh, a Golden Globe. She actually became a winner yesterday. That's awesome. It's incredible. And to think of the journey, right? Um, you know, MJ... Um, in his previous iteration, uh, was in Rent, right? At one yes. point, he's done a lot of different work. Um, he played um, Angel. Oh. Um, and he did a lot. Uh, at that time, the character did really well in, in Rent. And then throughout her life, she did a lot of really great, amazing work, including most of the work that she did in Pose. I mean, she won the Golden Globe for her, was it Golden Globe or an Emmy? Golden Globe. It's Golden Globe for her portrayal First, as Blanca, yeah. as yeah. the mother of House of Evangelista Hello. on Pose, uh, yeah. which was an incredible show. But now that you mentioned Rent, did uh-huh. you watch the video I sent you yesterday? No, not yet. Not yet. Can I play it? It doesn't have music in it. Is it a satir- satirical music? Yeah, it's fine. Okay, so it's it's like uh, someone making fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, here, honey. Thursday, January 6th. It has been one year, if you can believe it. One year. One year. You want to plug in? No, go ahead. Well, I can plug it in. anniversary of a violent assault on the center of America's democracy. Donald. 
28 camo-based outfits. <laughs> 12,116 Mason Deuce tees. 147 trees on his really cannot pull off a <laughs> We're gonna have to post this on tonight's post. Absolutely. We'll definitely post that video. You can <laughs> watch good. it. It's hysterical. <laughs> but Ted they Cruz. said when Ted Cruz came up, they were like, they were talking about his beard, and they were like, is that a dead skunk? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly looks like one. Oh my god, uh, that's too funny. Um, no, that's 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 hilarious. I think um, Stephen Colbert is a genius. Oh, he did that? Yeah. Oh, he's amazing. He's, he's yeah, funny. so we'll put we'll post a copy of that video on tonight's post. If you go to gaytalk20.com, you can click on tonight's post, click on it. You have all the information, then you can watch the video. We'll make sure that you have it. Um, maybe we'll share it on social media as well. Why not? All right. So that's, that was fun. Yay. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So congratulations to MJ, and uh, now we're going to toss it over to Trish. Trish, uh, how are you? Why me? Give it to Jay. Jay already has it. Literally. What? He already had it. The no, COVID. No, I'm talking about the story. <laughs> She's lost. She's Girl, gone. she needs that battery. Oh, oh no, no, no. But don't you have one um from like the Arizona? I'll, I'll do my gay kiss a thon. Okay, right, do yeah. that one. Exclusive like from uh exclusive from uh I don't know. I didn't read this yet. Mexico, oh. Mexico. So in Mexico, six flags in Mexico City. So apparently there was a young couple waiting. They have a six flags there? Apparently. Oh. It's called Seis Banderas. Andale, <laughs> <laughs> andale. So uh, apparently there was a gay couple waiting to get on a ride at the amusement park and decided to display their affection by kissing one another. And they were told by a security guard on the park that that was not allowed. However, they claim that they noticed that there were other people online, hetero couples, that were also displaying uh, signs of affection to one another. People and do that all that, the time. And that was not brought up until they began kissing. Mm-hmm. So as a result, a group of individuals had a well, they kiss-a-thon. Also, well, they also said that there was a policy, a policy, a, a in, policy place. in place about public affection. <clears throat> which Correct. wasn't applied to any heterosexual, just this couple. This couple. At right. Time. But but I mean, couples walk holding hands all the time. That's a sign yeah. of affection, physical so, affection. So, yeah, when they spoke to the quote unquote manager on, on, on site, he stated that it was part of their policies. Uh, however, <laughs> you know, as, as you would have it, everybody came together and decided to have a kiss in. In protest of... of the, in the park. In the park. In Las Seis Banderas. In <clears throat> the Seis Banderas. Nos vamos a besar en Las Seis Banderas. <laughs> yes, um, queen. And as a result... Si reina. Si yeah, reina. Si reina. <laughs> perra. Perra is, perra. The, is the big thing That's in perra. Spanish. Yeah. I know. Perra. Perra. You're a perra. perra. What does that mean? <laughs> bitch. Yes, queen. Oh, okay, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, I'm a bitch. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, no, so, of course, you know, so they did the whole sit-in, and um, they actually show a Six Flags Mexico flyer, I guess it's their um, Twitter account, where it actually shows a hetero couple making out as their ad. Yeah. So. And this this was pre, like, prior. Prior to to what happened. Exactly. And so they're like, what? 
where's this fucking policy when it comes to heteros? <clears throat> right. So you're telling me I can't kiss my husband, my lover, the person that I love, but you literally have a heterosexual couple on the advertisement for this shit. Yep. So come on, says Bombay. Yeah. So they they started getting you know Six Flags was getting trashed um a twitter user by the name of bernstein pointed out that even six flags ads in mexico have featured straight couples kissing and he posted on his twitter and called them out of course uh uh, on their bs and then six flags responded uh with a note stating in an effort to maintain a family-friendly atmosphere six flags six flags has maintained um a policy that discourages guests from being over affectionate while visiting the park. Right. So I'm going to pause right there. What Hard the fuck stop, is man. overly affectionate? Yeah, like, are you, <laughs> it's not like, kissing. That's, so, I, if, if you're like straight me, up kissing, ripping off clothes and maybe sucking a dick. Yeah. Overly affectionate. Maybe. Kissing? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like if I were blowing someone or grabbing their, like my hands in their nuts or in their. Have butt. you looked at the bottom of those fucking seats when you're on those rides? Call for this. Call this number for dick. How do they get that shit on there? I don't know, but somebody wrote my number on one when I was in fucking <laughs> high school, and I got phone calls for years. For years? Years. That's why she never changed her number. You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> she did it. Six we, flags we New England. You, we figured you out. We, you did it. Oh, who, girl. Who wrote my number there? You were, all, <laughs> you, you were around for Six Flags New England? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it used to be called Riverside Park. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah. I used to go to Riverside all the time. Long time ago. Why did you do that? Lake, so if you Lake ride- Compounds. No, Lake Compounds is in Waterbury. Yeah. Nobody goes to that slum. Um, some people still do. <laughs> <laughs> if you ride the Superman in New England, you may or may not find my number. Oh, I don't um, I don't do rides. I'm going to go look I for it. I don't do now. great with heights. We should totally like go look for it, take a picture and then like put it on the gate I still want to know who did that. You did. It's no, probably, I didn't. It's probably one of your Steve's. No, I mean, we went there Steve? on a class trip, so some, oh, one of my classmates go. did it. One of those yeah. secret Steve's that really wanted you but couldn't tell you, so he goes like, you know what, I'm going to fuck with him then. Let yeah, maybe one of the football players. Probably. Yeah, I was friends with most of them. But, but maybe that maybe. was their way of hazing you. Yeah. Well, no, that was not their way of hazing you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry, Jay. Can... I got the men's toll to prove it. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, my poor hall. <laughs> Anywho, Six Flags, however, went on to state, and I quote, however, based on our guest feedback, on our guest's feedback, we have determined that having a policy that speaks of affectionate behavior is not necessarily necessary, and we have removed it from our policy. Oh, so basically, they doubled back three times quicker uh, when they got called out. Well, of course, because, you know, people are going to start, you know... When the gays come out. When the gays, oh, when the gays, oh, when the gays come marching in. Mm -hmm. Remember that? Yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. That was the opener for the first time we went to Idiots Radio down in Camden. And the guys literally created a whole entrance for us, and they were live on the radio while we were walking into the room, and they just busted out into song. Oh, when the gays, oh, oh when the gays, <laughs> oh, when the gays come marching in, and we're like, hey, <laughs> and we're like, we sit down, and then it's like, and then Paul sits down, and, and Ray Anthony says, like, are you the one with the butthole? <laughs> Because that's all Paul ever talked about, his butthole. Yep. He's like, yep, that was him. He yep. was sitting in a river somewhere, floating on a donut with his butthole in the water, fishes pecking at it. Pecking. 
yep. his butthole was like, like open like a rose. Oh my god, it was it, what a hilarious show! One of our funny nice. funny appearances on other podcasts and other radio stations. Remember that? Crazy. We were muddling fruit in the back in of the your back of my car. truck. <laughs> In their parking lot, pouring honey-flavored whiskey into muddled peaches uh, with Sprite or something like that. Oh, no, they were good. They were delicious. And so we made drinks for the guys and everybody. We were like, hey, we have a signature cocktail. <laughs> and when we left, we were in Camden. When we left, they were like, if you hit a red light, just, just keep going. <laughs> I was like, That's is it really hours. that bad here? <laughs> oh, Lord. And then we kept driving and we ended up at some, like we wanted steak and cheeses. So we pulled over on the side of the highway. No, that was before. No, uh, when we left. Because we asked Andy, where's the best steak and cheese? And he goes, if you went to Pats or you went to Gino's, that, that's that's commercialized. No, you got to go here. And we stopped in this little rinky dink side junk. Under the thing. highway, right? Yes. Yeah. And we yeah. got steak and cheeses okay. and they were the bomb. You remember that? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Oh god. Those, those are things. the best times when you just have those random yeah. spots that come out of nowhere and the food is like there's there's it's crazy cuz we we used to go to New York to to eat at this it was disgusting. The place was disgusting. It was a fucking dive. Right. The guy made these um chicken cutlets um with cheese and french fries. And it wasn't like a chicken parm because it was just a yeah. cutlet with the cheese. Fucking to die for. We used to call it the Roach Motel. It was horrendous. <laughs> but he's under the train there. tracks. This bitch is like loaded That's with fun. protein. Yeah, <laughs> of all kinds. <laughs> of all kinds. But yo, know, it was it was a. We called it the Roach Motel, yeah. and we ate it, and we all ate the time. it all the time. <laughs> it was crazy, but the food was amazing. That's. You get these little places that are questionable, but the food, yeah, on point. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> Boy, did we get sidetracked. Yeah, we talked about food and stuff. Anyway, Sorry. anyway. So what, what were we talking about again? Uh, six flags, but I think we six flags. Up. I think we wrapped that up. Yeah. Las seis banderas. Las Adios, seis banderas. amigo. Okay. Um, Over to Nick and whatever I, she does. I don't really talk feel about. like talking about my stories today. Just do it. So then, do what you want to do, right, girl. Fine, I'll, I'll do one. Yeah, do do the one that that most important to you. Like I feel like you know. All right, so the one that gives Um, you the most passion. She needs a battery. Yeah. All right. So anyway, there was a a gay man opened up on the internet. It was an anonymous post, um, and he was pretty much you know kicked out of his family for coming out and being gay. He came out um, at a big family Christmas party, um, and his parents. You know, we're like, no, we're not supporting you. Please leave. Don't come back. We don't want. That's horrible. Yeah, especially during the holidays. It's horrible. But he still has a really good relationship with his sister and his sister's daughter, his niece. And his niece basically said this past year, why don't you come to, you know, our family Christmas? Like, do you not like spending time with us? And imagine if it were me knowing that I'm about to have a niece. Right. Right. And if that were me and my niece was like, do you not want to be with us? Do you not care about us? So he came out and he said, you know what? No, grandma and grandpa just really don't support the fact that I, you know, date boys. And you know that I date boys. And and then the next day. She's going to say, you date boys? No, she knew. You're always single. <laughs> well, true. <laughs> that hit close to home, girl. Oh, girl. That hit her hard. Fuck. <laughs> Anyway, you're gonna have to get a Steve on check before sure you, the you baby's date, born. 
what do you what do you date Didi? Is she gonna call you Didi or Auntie or Uncle? We don't know yet. Yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll let it happen. Yeah. Let it happen naturally. Yeah. But anyway, so this this girl <laughs> this girl went to the family party the next day, and I guess like fucking like leaned into her grandparents. We're like went after them about the fact that he wasn't invited and couldn't be a part of the family ceremony. But the problem here is the fact that then the grandparents called the daughter or his sister and basically said, why would you get your daughter involved? Why are you causing family drama? And instead of the sister standing up for her brother, she then called her brother and started a fight saying that he was causing family drama and that he got his, got his niece involved i'm like oh, hold the fucking phone bitch what no what i was See, doing i love when he gets this passion what i was doing was telling my niece the truth the, you know my niece a huge part of my heart that it's not that i don't want to be with her it's that i'm not allowed to be with her and i'm not allowed to be with her because of who i am and i'm strong enough in who i am to not give a fuck and not force them to make me go there to right. spend time with you. I found a way to spend time with you. Right. Like there is no fucking reason why that gay man could not tell his niece that this is the reason he couldn't go to the family fucking Christmas party. But, but bravo to the niece though for for yeah. again, you know, children the children today amaze me. Yeah. Youngsters today amaze me at at their resolve and resilience um, in regards to the adversities that we thought were like, oh, my God, the end of the world when we were growing up, because Uh in most cases they were. Um, They they live in a different world Mm -hmm. than we grew up in. And that is amazing. Bravo to this little girl who decided to to go up to the grandparents and and say that is not right. So here's my question for both of you. Uh Uh-huh. If you were on the receiving end of the phone call from your sister, yeah. oh. uh-huh. how would you address it? Tell her to go fuck herself. Well, <laughs> keep, keep in mind that the only reason he has a relationship with his niece and his sister is because they, they're the only two people in his family that kept them in their lives. Right. So how... Yeah, but I mean... Uh, as as a person who has a lot of fucking siblings... Yeah, we know. <laughs> mm. Um... I think, you know, one, I mean, yes, you have that relationship with your sister and, and your niece, uh, but you also have to be allowed to be yourself, mm-hmm. who you are as a person. And I'm sure there are things that the sister doesn't want the daughter to know, either because she doesn't want her to know or she thinks she's too young. But at 10, kids are a lot more resilient than we give them credit for. Mm-hmm. Well, the do- the, Especially the, today's kids. The daughter already knew that, yeah. he, that he was gay, gay yeah. but not necessarily like what gay meant, right? He knew that he was, he, he dated men. Yeah. Right. So, so that wasn't like a big surprise. The surprise was when he said, I can't go with you to the family party because my I date parents, men. Yeah. And so for her, she's like, that makes no sense, right? So as a mother that gets a phone call from your your mother and your father, you should be like, no, mom. My my daughter had every right to say what she said to you. Yeah. And you should support your son 100 fucking percent because I support my daughter and my brother 100 fucking percent. 
Yeah, but the, right, the, but, the sister and, and might not be on the same page. It's not that she may not and be. There might be money. But it's not her too. fight. Yeah. It's not her fight. It's his. But now it's and also w- involving her daughter. And while she can support him and has been the only individual in the family, as you stated, um, um, clearly that's the impression that we get. They, those two have been the only individuals that have accepted this individual into the into the family and kept them uh, a part of his life. It's not up to her to fight his battles. No. Right? 100%. And so when grandma called the daughter and said, you know, why are you allowing our grandchild to go through and experience and, and be part of this family drama? Clearly, she may not have known what it was that that this little girl had a conversation with her brother with. I'm going to call and be like, yo, what the fuck are you doing talking to my daughter? What are you talking to her about? She went over to grandma's and caused all this bullshit. As a parent, that's probably how I would react. Yeah, but the thing was in the article, like mm-hmm. the mom was there, the, the, the niece or her daughter basically just confronted her grandparents, right? right. So, so, so the parents were upset and yelled at the sister for allowing his niece to be around him. That's... Yeah, that I didn't mention, yeah, pretty much, and so and and you know again that's it, it's her choice to allow her child to be a part of whoever she wants her to be a part of, uh, but it's not the sister's fight; it is his fight. And sometimes, yeah, you need someone in your corner and you need someone to advocate for you, and we need those allies more than ever. But um, you know, I wouldn't get upset with her for her calling him and saying. What are you talking to? Because she may have not even known that they had this conversation. Right. But Do you that, know what I'm saying? That said, I think Jay made a really good point because the parents basically said, why are you allowing our granddaughter to be around this person? You mm-hmm. know, their son. You're right. It's not her fight. That is her daughter. And instead of calling her brother and saying, you're causing issues with the family, what she should have said to her mother is, you can make your decision, <clears throat> but I've clearly made mine. My daughter loves my brother. Right. And I'm going to stand by that. But, you know, we we weren't in that room, so we don't know how everything transpired. Mm-hmm. Right? We know how we would like for it to end up and what we would like for those grandparents to be read to filth. But in reality, we weren't there. Right. And yeah. so what I say is this. As the person receiving the phone call, as the gay uncle, I would probably be like, you know what, sis, when you're out of that environment, give me a call. Let's talk. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Also, when because, you have a moment to like clear your head, I want you to know that I still love you right. and I still want to be a part of your daughter's life. So and she may need that as well. Yeah. Right. She's probably right now surrounded by people who are all like diving mm-hmm. on her. Like attacking her, and she's like she can't think through. You know, you, when you go into like defense mode, you really can't think straight. Yeah, right. You forget things. You you forget the fact that you're supporting someone. I'm not making excuses <laughs> for her. What I'm saying is that I'm sure that at some point, you just don't know what to say. You have to go back and revisit that some other time. Yeah, I mean, we talk about it all the time too. It's like sometimes you need to sit with something before you can actually address right. it. Right. Right. But um, I think I think. Yeah, so this this got me going and fired up because yeah, I'm about to have a niece. I don't have that right. issue with my family, but I could only imagine if that was the case. Right. Um, I- the positive that I take away from this story is the fact that this ten year old, again, bravery had the bravery and the resolve to go advocate for her. That was his ally right there. Yeah, and, and he didn't even know it. That that definitely won for me. That that. The fact that at 10, 
she already had the mindset to speak up for someone that she felt was being treated unfairly. Clearly, the mother's doing something right. Yeah, mom's doing something right. And not only that, that's going to get the family thinking. Whether they like it or not, whether it was addressed nicely or not, it's a it's a subject that they have avoided for years. Yeah. Right. This girl's 10. Yeah. So let's figure 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, fuck that shit. I'm going to walk up into grandma's house and be like, why can't my <clears throat> uncle come? Yeah. 100%. That's amazing. Yeah. And the so, thing is, I feel like that neck was going to. Mm-hmm. I feel like she was like giving total like, like yeah. uh, you know, hood sass. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, I think it's a good it's it's a good thing in a way, and I mean it it's got its bad things. Again, you don't know family dynamics, right. you don't know what's involved, you don't know exactly, you know, like you said before, money could be involved, and yeah, a lot of the times when it comes to money, people will eat ish all day. I will call and be like, look, motherfucker, yeah. what you do? I'll talk to you later, you motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah. So you know, you just never know. I mean, I, and I know this hits close to home for you because you're about to have a niece that lives really close that you could see almost you know every day, possibly if you wanted to, which I'm sure he's gonna go. Um, oh, but yeah. you know, it's like, and I know you never had like the best relationship with your brother, and you guys are in a really good space. But this could have potentially been something that you could go through. Yeah, right. Uh, had yeah. you not been in that space, and yeah, yeah, yes and no. I mean, not to this extent, I don't think. Right. But um, I think um. Part of it for me is the fact that, you know, this individual, this man has, you know, lost his family, for lack of a better term, with the exception of his sister and his niece. And he and and we all talk about chosen family, but like he he didn't kowtow. He didn't say, all right, fine, I'm going to hide myself. He embraced who he was. And he said, all right, my family doesn't want any part of this. And he moved forward in life, and he made sure that he found a way to be a part of his niece and his sister's life. Um, but it's sad to me, even though this is, there are so many like gems in the story about this young young girl who really stood up for, um, <laughs> for her uncle, and literally for gay rights. She doesn't know she's an ally. Um, but like, the reality is, it is 2022, and there are... It feels weird saying that, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it does. <laughs> but there, there are people in our community out there, and I Ten know that days we, ago, we were saying 2020, and now we just no, wanted we to... No, we were saying 2021. He was saying 2020. But yeah. She was. Um, but She's th- delayed. But the thing is, like, it's real. It's still real. Her battery runs low. No, I really meant 2020. 20- we spent 2021 <laughs> talking about 2020. Yeah, eh, True. True. That's what I meant. But um <laughs> but like no it, I mean it it's just like it's still I think as a community and as you know and for our listeners and for everybody I think we just need to be hyper aware that hatred and homophobia and and all this bullshit it, it's still so real. It is. And it's going to continue to be. Listen, um, we have countless and countless people um, that believe that we don't have a right to exist. And as long as those people are procreating and teaching those values to youngsters, that is going to be an epidemic for us Mm -hmm. that we see over and over as generations keep producing and Mm -hmm. and populating. And, you know, once in a blue moon, you'll pop out a gay kid that'd be like, yeah, nope, not for me. But I'm going to be the, you know, Mm -hmm. the fabulous one. And, and, hey, fight for against all the bigots like you. But uh, unfortunately, that's just the world that we live in. And we have to take stories like this and learn from them 
grow from them and pray that those that experience these these roller coasters of emotions throughout fi- family dynamics in holiday parties and stuff uh, find it within them to to carve a path forward that is best for them. Yeah, and what I, the last thing I want to say about it is what I would say to the sister is after you have had time to reflect, um, I I I would literally take a moment and I would sit down with your daughter and I would bolster what she did. Right. I would say, maybe you didn't handle it correct, but the fact that you stood up for your uncle because you love him and mm-hmm. you don't care that he dates a guy, that's beautiful. And yeah, that's amazing. Right. And that's what we need to work, work toward. And I think Jay hit the nail on the head saying, that mom is doing something right, right. for that child to feel comfortable enough to stand up in some capacity to her grandparents and say, this doesn't seem right to me. Right. Right. And I think that that needs to be fostered and, and not, I, I just hope that that mother doesn't shame or has shamed her daughter for how she uh, approached the situation. Right. And I, and you know, I, I would like to think that in the end, the sister and the brother were able to resolve the, the the issue and that that he still has a really meaningful relationship with the pair of them or that maybe that conversation that that little 10 year old girl had the difficult conversation with the grandparents sparked something in 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 their crazy minds and and really like you know maybe zapped them with a nine volt battery and (laughs) reset them and say okay you know what i think we did the wrong thing here let's bring our son back into the family and welcome him and be and have it be you know we just don't know, right? Well, I mean, I think as the world changes and we see families like this, grandparents or parents or whatever, if they don't get on the, for lack of a better term, get on the wagon, you're going to start losing members of your family that you didn't choose to push away. Right. You're pushing away because you're pushed away someone that is important to them. Right. Yeah. So get over yourself. Take right. a moment to educate yourself sit with everything you've been through and realize that you're not just putting that one person at risk and pushing them out of your family. Mm-hmm. You're putting your entire family's relationship at risk. Right. And it's, it's, it's hard. It really is. There's no simple solution other than to just do what Alan does. Just love one another. Just be kind to be one kind another. To her. That's it. I said it wrong. You know, she's on her last season. Oh God. Are you, are you destroyed? I'm talk about it. Okay. We're not going to talk about it. Meh. All right. Well, this was a very meaningful and very cheerful episode today. And there's a lot of emotions, a lot of joking, a lot of good gab. And I want to thank you both for um, for that. It was a great episode. But we are going to start wrapping it up. Notice, you guys, we didn't take a break today. We wanted to just sort of kind of go straight through. And because um, we've got some other things waiting for us on the end of this. So I'm going to toss it over to Trish. Give her some love. She's going to give us Mama Kim's Minute. And then we're on to, on to staying in history with our favorite um Boyfriend over here, Jay. Here we go. Thank you. All right, here's Mama Kim's Minute, everybody. Number one, you can finally own your very very own bobblehead of Pete Buttigieg. Stop it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I want one. Uh, Me too. Number two, (laughs) Timothy LaDuke could be the first non-binary athlete to compete in the Winter Olympics. Mm -hmm. Number three, 17 secrets for living a happier and more fulfilling life. Yes, queen. 
All right. Well, that was Mama Kim's Minute. And uh, right now we're moving on over to On This Day in Gay History with our friend Jay Bear. Ding, 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 And January 10th, 1978, in Maryland, Gay Married Men's Association meets. The meeting in Bethesda organized 35 men who are married to women and have attractions to men. The support group continues to meet in Washington, D.C. today. Interesting. I thought that was really weird and interesting. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, I could see why they're gay. meeting. Hey, listen, we're gay men. We're married, living with women. So. I would be bi. I, would, I don't think it would be gay. This this ties into. No, I mean, you have to think about a lot of gay, gay men, men that, that have, didn't come out. Yeah, that didn't come out. and Because grandparents okay. and parents like these grandparents didn't accept them. And so we're like, you know what? We're going to let them live their lives. And when they die, then I'll come out and do whatever it is that I'm going to do. Do you remember that one listener that used to, that was listening? I don't know if he still listens, but he would listen to our podcast on his commutes because he had recently come out to his wife but he was still married to her mm-hmm. um and it was his one outlet i remember i remember that and i remember i thought he was from brooklyn if i wasn't mistaken from new york yeah but he i think one of the he boroughs. commuted to i don't know it doesn't matter yeah. but like that cool it's just my like, hometown yeah it just made me think of that one gentleman that reached out to us that one time oh mama are you still out love there that woman yeah anyway mama Kim. I love her. Why does she text us? Mm-hmm. Mamacita. Pete She's will a- be coming to live. <laughs> Wait, live. Pete live. will be coming to live at the studio with your compliments of Mama Kim. Oh, Bobblehead. Bobble. Sweets. Right. Shall we? We shall. We shall. All right. So it's time. Sorry, I was reading Mama Kim's minute. I mean, Mama Kim's uh, text message. message. Um, All right. Well, ladies and gents, thank you so much for uh, joining us on today's episode. If you like the show, make sure that you go subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcasting service. By subscribing, you get the latest and greatest of our show delivered right to your favorite device or web browser as soon as our episodes are published. You can also support us on Patreon, which allows you, our listeners, to support the show with a monetary donation. Those donations can be in any denomination of a dollar or more and we collect them monthly so thank you for those who have contributed and continue to do so and uh, i'm going to toss it over to um i'm just going to say a quick psa i finally started reaching out to people again so we will be having guests back on the show what's the matter you don't like talking so to me? next week we welcome we don't Someone. know who right. we don't know what we'll be talking about but we it'll be at the same bet time yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it'll be here it'll be here it'll this happen here covid central mm-hmm. yeah all right, so now so. here's Nick with a weekly reminder for all of you bottoms out there who want to keep their buttholes on point. Yet we are talking about the future method. I'm going to toss her some love and go. Thank you. Burn all right, everybody, house. get the future method today. Each time you clean out with water or enemas, delicate tissues are harmed and cells are damaged, increasing chances of injury and or STDs. The first of its kind, doctor-developed formula gently cleanses before you play without hurting your bum. Visit futuremethod.com to purchase your life-changing bum cleanser today. Yas queen. Jay. And as always, it is time to put a ring on it. Tommy, I'm wow. killing your pets. I'm sorry. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, why are we clapping? Our show is a bit... <laughs> Clap That's on. the second one I Maybe got today. Turn the episode off. I don't know what it is, but I, I guess this is a PSA, PSA, another PSA. I don't know why, but almost everywhere I've gone, there's fucking fruit flies, and they're taking over the nation. 
Let me tell you, I think I have little stickies on my plants. You know what it is? Girl, I can't get rid of them. I kill 20 and 50 more fucking come out of the it, woodworks. I have plants in my house now and yeah. I have them. It's it's from the plants. It's got to be. Oh, yeah. And I have I have the nursery down yeah. here and stuff. So, yeah. but I have little little sticks that I stick in with the little sticky pads. Oh my god, they're covered within like 4 days. Yeah. But they're gone and then you just take them off. Um but, but it's been minimal. It's <laughs> yeah. going down. Just close so, your legs, girl. Anyway. <laughs> oh bitch. Our show is available in our website, gaytalk20.com, on the audio podcast. It is also available as a free download on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher Radio. All right. You can find us on social media, <laughs> Facebook, Gay Talk 2.0, Instagram, Gay Talk 2.0, Twitter at Gay Talk 20. You can email us at gaytalk2.0 at gaytalk20.com. Tom, it's your turn. All right. And if you need to reach out to us, just head on over to our website, click on the contact us tab. There you can uh, leave comments, suggest topics, submit a question for the cast or one of our hosts. Uh, you can also call us and um, chat with us, leave us a voice message, do all that good stuff. 334 Gay Talk. The phone number, if you need all the digits, is 334 429 Don't forget that we do stream live every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you can access that live stream on digitalstreamradio.com. With that, ladies and gents, I want to thank you all for joining us. Y'all have a good night. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Gay Talk 2.0. Tune in next time for more dish.